0: Welcome back to another episode of Ali AliConnect's podcast. Hope you guys are doing well and hope you had a nice weekend. Wishing you an amazing week ahead. In today's episode, I have a very special guest joining me today. Um, a really close friend of mine. We've been friends for a super long time and I'm just at her house chilling. So please welcome Hilda.
1: Hello. Hello. How are you? I am good and honored to be here. Thank you.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Tell the people a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, my name is Hilda. If you want to pronounce it in Spanish, it's Hilda. Yeah, Hilda. (laughs) I am 24 years old and I live in The Hague. I am studying international studies at Leiden University. Okay, nice, nice
0: in today's episode i kind of want to touch upon the dynamics of friendship uh considering we've been friends for like what seven years eight years
1: longer well longer (laughs) we've known each other's presence and awareness of their uh reality in high school but we got closer maybe second form second to third form
0: so that was like 2014 no
1: 2010? 2010?
0: Girl! Dude, <laughs> so it's been 10 years? Holy
1: shit. Dude, we graduated in 2016. That's crazy.
0: Well, yeah, we've been friends for 10 years, so we kind of have an idea of the dynamic of friendship. And yes. the work that it takes to maintain friendship. The hustle. Yeah, exactly. Families have a bit of a different dynamic. Friendships are a little bit more easier to maintain in terms of... It doesn't require that much prioritization as a family does, but you're still considered a family. There's still effort that needs to be put in. of that stuff so we'll kind of touch upon a little bit of different dynamics and different techniques and efforts that it takes to being a friend okay so what age do you think realization begins when it comes to the true meaning of friendship at what age did you have your epiphany
1: the age of 24 There's a meme that shares usually after you graduate to high school that basically says that you come to terms that certain friendships you realize only happen because you've been stuck together for 5 to 10 years, Mm -hmm. while others you realize that there's depth and meaning behind them. There's different ways to quantify or qualify friendships, but I would have to say the best one is even if I don't talk to you for like a month, a year or three years straight and I, I see you and we talk again, it feels like we're flashback as if nothing happened or no time has like left between us. Yeah. And it's just catching back and like re-involving in each other's lives again.
0: Yeah.
1: And I, I really enjoy that, that regardless of what anything happened, you can still go back and talk as if. Everything is cool.
0: It's true. Because sometimes we don't see each other. I think there was one point we didn't see each other for a whole year. Yeah. After moving to the Netherlands. And we did talk over like social media or whatever. But it was a while that we didn't see each other. Because mm-hmm. I was on internship and stuff. But it's that fact that we were living different lives, had a different lifestyle. But we were still able to maintain our friendship that we had in St. Martin. Yeah. Which was like growing up and having the same experiences. So that was pretty cool um for me i think a the age of realization about friendship obviously is happening still i think that (laughs) happens all the time right but the first first time that i vividly remember was i think at the age of like 16 or something where it's like okay i have these friends but are they beneficial to my life are they contributing to the betterment of my being or whatever right So it's a constant process, but I think for me it was at age 16. I think when you're in high school, going through that stage of figuring out and growing up.
1: I mean, not to undermine that university isn't hard, but yeah, the hormonal changes, the demands, and then you're trying to create your your persona yourself and trying to become an adult to be part of society, but you feel like you're limited by schools, you need to rebel. All of that's happening, so... It, it also affects how you, you create friendships, how your friendship power dynamics also work.
0: Of course. Oh, power dynamics is a good word. Yes, that's a good word to use. What do you think is the main difference between a close friend and just a friend?
1: Honestly, for me, close friends are the ones that I can call up at 3 a.m. and like no questions asked. I need you to do this. There's no ifs or buts. Mm-hmm. I try not to drag my regular friends into my personal nonsense because sometimes I get creative and crazy and, yeah. and things happen. But besides that, I guess it's just who, how much they know. I guess for me, my close friends are the ones that know my past, know my family, just for of them being there in our, in our relationship. Uh, while some of my friends were not that close because of that, because we haven't experienced everything together. So it's like, oh, hey, what's up? How are you doing?
0: More like work friends or colleagues or something. That you yeah. Sure friends. Okay, yeah. You yeah. still
1: want to talk to them, enjoy their presence, and like get to know them better. But let's say you're... I don't want to say not committed because that sounds mean, but I can't find any other word for it. <laughs> so let's say yeah maybe keep a distance like
0: acquainted in a sense
1: like not doing
0: everything together but like certain stuff you don't mind talking about or opening up in a sense
1: yes i think it i personally has to do more with let's say personal problems that you don't want to share with everybody of course you just want to keep it to like a certain few because you know that they would help you or they have an idea what the circumstances are so they would have a better insight yeah I guess I don't want to burden all of my acquaintances and all of my coworkers with like my whole back history and all the melodrama that I've had. Can
0: you imagine telling every single person this is what my life has been like? It would be like a fucking storybook. <laughs> Not that who
1: would be my friend? <laughs> exactly. It's like, yo, this
0: bitch is always complaining.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's like, yo, dude, I met this girl, she gave me a book of her life story. Yep. Nope. Cut that. cut that person out. <laughs> I that.
0: But I feel like for us, our title, I would consider you a best friend
1: yeah I, same <laughs> yes, i mean you are
0: a best friend for me i think we have been through so much together in terms of like growing up and understanding each other's lives right yes because when i was about 18 you're older than me by a year yes right? so you were <laughs> yeah.
1: if you need to specify <laughs>
0: grandma <laughs> but yeah um Yeah, we were going through that phase of, you know, growing up and figuring out life. And I think me and you could relate better because we lived similar lifestyles in terms of family dynamics. Yes. In terms of losing other friends, in terms of understanding life a little bit better. Because we had to mature faster, Uh, I think, than other friends that we had.
1: uh, No, definitely. I think what maybe grounded our friendship was that that we were going through uh, similar experiences through uh through middle school well not in middle school we didn't know each other well primary but we we realized that we were both in a similar shoe in high school and then we were dealing with similar i don't want to say demons but problems in life so i always saw you like I want to have your back because i know you're gonna have mine because we're dealing with something so similar that i know not everybody else can understand yeah. they will sympathize but they don't understand so i felt like i got your bag you got mine sis. like we're gonna kill the world yes
0: exactly exactly i kind of like that too because a lot of friends that i have but most of my friends kind of do live similar lifestyles i don't know if you have that with your friend circle as well In terms of, like, background, in terms of, like, upbringing, cultural differences, a lot of my friends now are not from St. Martin. Most of them are, like, from Europe or from Asia. So it's, like, being able to come across what my differences are with their differences, that also creates a bit of a connection. Is that the same with your friends that you have here, too? Uh,
1: Yeah, absolutely. I find that at least most of my close friends that I know, they always have my back. We all came from very different shoes and... I guess all of us were forced to mature a lot faster because of our own personal different um, circumstances. Mm -hmm. And I found that I I valued them a lot more because they they viewed the world in a different light. Mm -hmm. And I found, I don't want to say they had to struggle, but they, they fought their way and they know that this is who I am, this is where I am and I enjoyed that and I realized that I see myself a lot in them as they see um, because we can sympathize with each other like yo I'm going through this and I'm like oh I went through something similar this is what I did and those are uh, comments that actually do help because we've been in similar shoes even though there were different uh, living circumstances. Yeah
0: especially when friends move away because you have a friend that lives in the states now who was living here before. Yeah. How does that work when it when you have a friend that lives abroad how do you maintain that friendship?
1: Oh dude that one that one hurt me <laughs> if he ever hears this. He had to leave for his own personal uh, circumstance and at a certain point it's you with friendships, you wish the best for them. You want them to, f- you want them to grow and become this beautiful flower, this beautiful tree, whatever they are. As much as I would love to like see them every day and chill, I know that they're not growing here. I mean, if they are, maybe it's an artificial growth compared to what they would be doing somewhere else. So it's like, nope. Okay, go, but I will. Hold it to your throat that we're gonna see each other within these amount. Of, well, we were supposed to see each other this year, but Corona happened. <laughs> corona fucked
0: everything up.
1: So, <laughs> Corona postponed everything for twenty twenty for to twenty twenty one. Yep. So hopefully see each other then, and then I know that he's gonna tackle. They're gonna tackle uh, what they want to do, and I wanna see that. I wanna see them do what their dreams are about exactly and
0: it it also takes effort from both parties too because you can't be the only friend communicating with someone who lives abroad like for example i have friends that live in like london for example it's not such a big time difference as the states to yeah um the netherlands but it's like an hour time difference but still it's being able to maintain that friendship even if it's like tagging each other in random memes
1: it's that i think right? most of my friendships involve just meme tagging and meme sending yep um, that's based. On, that's how I still connect, and that's it's like how I, we
0: connect. Yes,
1: it's just here. Here's a Saint Martin meme. Here's a Caribbean meme.
0: Somebody woken up on a, a video or something, and you are like, Ah, I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> what is your main form of communication, though? You said like memes, but do you actually like talk to people? Do you
1: call uh, people more often? Yeah. So, well, I guess it, it, you can notice it more, especially during the whole COVID and we were in quarantine. Um, we would definitely like Skype more. But before that, because of university, we would like at least somebody we have like a group chat and then one of us would send uh, like a very interesting article or very interesting video. And then that would create a landslide of of conversations. And then at times that would die for like two, three days and it happens or like, hey, what's up? How are you? Hope everybody's fine. And then we will respond again. So it's we understand we all have different, especially different time schedules, work, uni. Life just happens. Yes, it really messes up having to be able to like have similar five minutes to, to talk to one another, but still being able is like, okay, I'm at work for six hours straight, but I, on my way back home, I'll read the messages and then I'll comment at 3 a.m. and then they'll comment the next day. It's, it's fine.
0: Yeah, you understand that everybody lives their own life. You don't pressure people to like, oh, message me, message me, message me.
1: Yeah, unless so, it's like an emergency or a really funny meme. Then yes. Yeah, then yes. <laughs> There's
0: exceptions. I get that. Yeah, for me too, like, I think I'm horrible with replying. I think you've noticed this. No,
1: girl, same. I hate, I hate, I can call, I can talk, but like, text? Yeah, no. me
0: too, me too. I'm one of those people. Well, we are yeah. one of those people. <laughs> um, so, but I always make sure that I, I say something, you know, mm. especially to my friends or to like family members and like, sorry that I didn't reply. Yes. i busy. Just so it's like, oh, you know, talking for like two minutes and then going MIA for like five days. It's like. Let me give an explanation, at least, as to why. I don't like when people don't do that, though. It's like, you're leaving me on scene, at least tell me, like, Mm. hey... Well, if
1: it's, like, mid-convo, yes. If it's, like, already the convo's already dying down, then... True. But, yeah, because, same, like, at times, we're talking, and I'm late, I'm running into work, and it's six hours straight, and... I mean, I do use my phone sometimes, like, to take pictures of of my cocktails Mm -hmm. at work, but I don't actively chat, because... I can't. I'm at work. I'm not going to engage in a conversation because I'm not there. It's half-assed. Exactly. So it's like, I'm at work. I'll talk to you in two minutes or like, sorry. And yeah. then when I have time, it's like, dude, I'm sorry. I had work. I was there for six hours. And then you have a conversation. Yes.
0: Then you can open up. Yes. I, I agree with that too. I'm, the, I'm that kind of person. Whereas some people are easy with, oh, sending a message one time and then another message in an hour and then another message in another hour. It's like, I don't want that kind of conversation. I would prefer to be in the moment and have a conversation with you and then leave it at
1: that. Yes, but then at that point I also ask, it's like, hey, do you have time to Skype? Just like, if it's a five minute Skype, I'm happy. If it turns out to be like an hour Skype, I'm also happy. It's just as if we run into each other in the streets. Exactly,
0: exactly. What do you spend, like, how do you spend time with your friends when you actually do meet up?
1: Usually it's like a it's video games, card games, or board games. Because mm-hmm. at one point we we all lived with uh, we lived together and we didn't have Wi-Fi for two months, mm-hmm. so we literally played Cards Against Humanity every day for two months. Because that's what we had to do. And I find that we we all love to talk and we all love not love but are interested in like politics, environment, feminism, discussion topics. Of course. So most of the time is us having food or like some drinks uh we like cooking together as well i found uh, our friendship revolves a lot around us being in the kitchen yeah i I feel like a typical latin person (laughs) embrace it elf coins so it usually revolves about around that and then talk about either current things or like a new recipe that we we've tried it really touches all bases
0: what about like uh being on your phone are you one of those people that kind of would prefer not to be on your phone when you're in front of your friends or do you think it doesn't
1: matter uh 50 50. i'm not gonna say like i'm never on my phone with when i'm with my friends i have like the group chats i have a group chat with my family i have my mom that we have a time difference as well so sometimes i I keep an eye on 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 those things yeah yeah like two three minutes but again if the conversation is active if we're all talking to one another and i'm and we're all engaged Uh, we really don't see each other being on the phone unless like, oh, take a picture, take a picture of this. Eh, But it happens at times, or maybe you're not so interested, so you you wait until the conversation that dies down a little bit, and then you're engaged in the next one. Yeah.
0: It's like taking a mental break. It's like, okay, let me just scroll for two minutes, see what's popping on the gram, and then come back to the conversation. Yeah, because maybe,
1: let's say, our friendship is more boy-to-girl ratio. So one of my friends, um, they're not that interested in video games, or they never had that in-depth experience as a childhood, so they only can, well, yeah, talk about it, but that whole power, like, yeah, this game is going to come out. It's so interesting. Yeah. They're not that passionate, so at times they will like just chill back, wait until the video game topic comes, goes, and then we will we'll naturally talk about something else, and then they'll come back.
0: Okay, this is a question that I had for you because I know it'll open up a little bit of your your brain, I guess Ooh. to say. <laughs> nah, but um, what was one of the harshest truths that you learned about friendship?
1: The harshest one. You can not hold people. You can beg people to be your friend.
0: Why do you say that?
1: I guess growing up, I've I've come to terms that I I I want to be like accepted because I was like such outcasters for so long. So my like okay, at least be cool with everybody. Uh, well, being an immigrant, being semi mixed parents, but doesn't really appear appear to be being Latin but not Latin enough, being this but not this enough. Oh yeah. I wasn't born in St. Martin, so at some dynamics I'm not St. Martin enough because I wasn't born there, but I and don't have heritage there either, but I still feel like I'm a St. Martiner. So like those kind of things, like at times in school they it really points, they it really projects and it points out. As a let's say coping mechanism or as a trying to survive, I would want to be at least cool with everybody, like at least be able to talk, have a conversation, like, hey, can you get me this? Yeah, no problem. Like I don't need to be best friends with everybody, but at least
0: be um, how you say cordial.
1: Cordial, yeah. yeah. And at certain points, I came to terms that some people just don't don't care about you, don't don't want to be your friends. So some of them may not like your personality. I I don't think I've had that, but mm-hmm. I don't I, again I don't know. True. At times I would let's say want force a friendship and like yeah like I find this person really cool. I think we would be like really we will click because we have so many things in interest. And no matter where I, I would come, like, direct it, like, oh, let's chill, let's do this. And it'll, it'll be like, eh, okay. And then the the evening will be like, eh, okay. Yeah, the interest doesn't come
0: from the other party as well. Yeah.
1: Okay. Or maybe they don't see it the way I see, like, oh, this could be a good friendship. Um. So then at a certain point, I'm like, well, okay, like, I still respect you and I still am whatever you do, but you yeah, if you don't want to be friends with me, that's fine too.
0: Yeah. I also think the one of the harshest, harshest truths for me was also you cannot force people to be in your life or be your friend. Mm. I think we've learned that too because we were a group of four at one point. Yeah, lifestyle changes, people change, and it's not about being friends with just a group of people, but having connection with each of the persons yeah. of that group, right? For me and you, we had a connection, and we all, I mean, we both had connections with the other parties as well. But I think we learned a lot that we only were friends with some people because we saw them 9 to 5 every day yeah. or 8 to
1: 3. I am very family-oriented, and I see I see my friends as family. Like, if you're down, I'm down. If you're hustling, I'm hustling with you. Like, we're, we'll pull you up together. Of course. I know a lot of uh, people aren't like that fully. Or they're just not like that at all or they're not very family oriented even with, with their own family, like a whole different di- power dynamic. So it was just realizing that they're not not everybody's gonna be like die uh, right or die. Yeah. Uh,
0: true. I mean like if I think about it, like if you were going through something, it would be easier for me to like help you because we have that connection. We're yeah. able to like, okay, what is this? I can offer you my advice, I can yeah. offer you help or whatever. But there are also some friends that are very surfacey, you know, very superficial. It's like, oh, you're going through something? You'll be okay. Everything will be fine. And then just move on from it. But in order to maintain friendships, I think you need to put yourself out there and clear your schedules, clear your sleep schedules. You know, wake up and talk to a friend if they need a friend to talk to. Mm -hmm. It's also about doing those things. And some of the friends I had before never did that. When I was going through something, some friends just were not there for me, were not offering any advice and all that and it's like okay I have you as a friend in my life but are you really a friend
1: yeah right and it's like oh but well, you didn't say anything you didn't re- I didn't realize but it's like mm, I, I know and I get it and I understand but at the same time like for example if you see like they're posting something sad it's like oh hey what's up you good yeah like you're Gucci um yeah. like those like indirect signals or I don't know maybe I'm also overreading it a little bit if I see you when I see one of my friends post something sad, I'm like, "Yo, are you good? Yeah. Like, what's happening? Do I need to go catch a flight?" That it, it's that it's like listening to them, and if you see like they're they're hurting, it's to be there with them because yo, life isn't ain't easy. It it's hard alone, so let's make it a little bit less less difficult. Yes,
0: it's also being friends with people who are I want to say selfish, but yeah, very uh, self-absorbed. How do you deal with Friends, if you have any who are self-absorbed,
1: my mom taught me one thing, and she she still reminds me, and I say it now to everybody. I put butter on my skin, and I just let them. I just let them be. The ones that I say are more egocentrico, egocentric, mm-hmm. I obviously I don't go to them with my like life needs and like, dude, I need help. No, I, if we're there, we're, I'm still friends. I will help them still because that's who I am. Like I would still, if you're if they're hustling, I would still want to help them. But then yeah. Just leave it as that. Like, if they need advice, I'm there. If they need me, I'm there. But I know, like, for certain things, I know they'll be there for me. And for others, I know they won't be. And I I came to terms with that. Yeah. And anything t- they say too weird or too off, just put rubber on your skin and let the words slide off.
0: That's a good,
1: um... Is it, like, life model? Yeah, life
0: model. Yeah. My like, my mommy said that.
1: I Well, she says it in Spanish. Ponte mantequilla, uh, Ponte mantequilla en la piel. So
0: it's, like, just put butter on and let things slide. Yeah. Don't... Force anything don't let you it yourself. like
1: don't let it stick to you don't let it like grab to you just like uh in english it's a uh, water off a dog's back.
0: Ah okay makes sense that that you could use for everything in life actually yeah. like people jobs things whatever it is. Things ain't going
1: right water off a dog's back. Yeah. Because it, it doesn't stick it... it just
0: yeah and that makes you stronger too because you're not you're not taking in everything and then internalizing it is okay. Reflecting on when something happens and then moving forward yeah, with
1: it. But making sure you reflect, that's a good one. Yeah. You The situation, reflect. Because sometimes there are errors on our part that we don't see until we reflect and it's like, oh no, I, I messed up. Yeah. And then this is what happened, okay. Now I know for the future. There are other times that, yeah, you, you did everything you could and then the world's still, still eating you alive and it's like, okay.
0: Did you ever have a point in life where you reflected on something or like a friendship and realize that you could have done better.
1: Uh, yeah. What
0: was that situation like? Not the situation, but what did you learn from it, and how did it go about?
1: Um. Well, I came. It was one of them that I felt like I was very puppeteered by another part, by another situation. So then that friendship became sour, mm-hmm. and it it did have to do a lot because I made decisions and i I said things and I also decided to like burn the bridge. And then after I'm like you radical dummy what, what are you doing like yeah. yeah it's the heat of the moment fine i i i forgive myself for that but then like the let's say like extreme anger and then like yeah like f you i don't want nothing to do with you eh, that's not necessary like i don't i don't need to to backtalk you i don't need to it's your life your, your decisions again and I, there are decisions that i i regret making now but i'm like okay i was 13 i didn't know better now i know better so i try to take those learnings and be like okay don't be so stupid don't be so like ready to fight take a moment reflect maybe they have no idea what they're saying maybe i also know that i've come to terms that words are really powerful so maybe what you say what a word that you said may not have such strong meaning to you when you say it to me i will flip out because to me that that's an insult that's a diss that you don't say that yeah so they don't know that so how can I assume they would do no not not assume that they said it it, to impurposely insult me maybe they didn't know that those words have such strong connotations towards me that's
0: where communication comes into because you can't expect people to smell when something's wrong yeah you always have to communicate okay this bothered me maybe this is what you could have said instead Mm -hmm. I'm sorry I forgive you I apologize whatever whatever but there are a lot of friendships that end up becoming sour due to just ego, Yeah. right? Some people are... They don't want to apologize or they just don't know how to.
1: It's more establishing, like, boundaries. Yeah. Even now with, like, my beginning of friendships and, like... I study politics and feminism, so I you can say I get easily defend defensive, because there are certain things that, yeah, they have strong power, and if you say it in a bad intention, it it, it has bad intentions. Or even if you try to say it neutral... You really can't because it has those underlying inten- yeah. uh, tensions. So now, when I like start meeting friends and they say something I'm not okay with, I'm like, "Yo, if I if I have to tell them my backstory and make them cry a little bit of why I don't find that this word or how you're saying this is appropriate, let them. And if they understand my situation and they were like, "Oh, I understand. I'll try not to use. Uh, I won't use it. Or I'll, I'm sorry." awesome and that shows to me that they have growth they understand and they're able to to understand their friends and how they feel and now if I try to explain that to somebody else and it's like oh yeah no you're you're being oversensitive you're being it's like well then you're not really taking into account anybody else but yourself yeah. and then that tells me yes I get that
0: for me like I'm the kind of person I'm very don't want to say sensitive but I, I get uncomfortable with Confrontation in a sense. So like, mm. I would prefer you to be upfront, obviously, but it's also about how you approach me. Like if you come to me barking and stuff, then I'll be like, no. "Hey, come on." Yeah, no. no I understand no, no, no. if this is your way of coping, but no. don't do that with me, right? But sometimes I'll, I'm also the one that's barking. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I flip out and I have to reflect and then come back to terms. Yes. Okay, this person does not deserve that and not have to apologize yes some people just are not comfortable with apologies and that's a problem in friendships i think most of the time a lot of friendships are going down the drain because people are not able to put away their egos put away their pride apologize forgive and forget like those are crucial things that you need to have as values when you have a friendship right
1: no, no, definitely. There, there are times I've I've fought with my close friends here, and I I love them to pieces. Like I I don't think I would survive the Hague the way I did without them. And there are times that I hold on to like I held on to like a grudge or I got angry for a thing, and now I'm like, what for? Like, yeah, what for? What? And we were able to solve it out, and we we're still friends, and we're still close, but. It was like an unnecessarily un- underlying tension because... And then I didn't vocalize it either. So then that also increased the, the fumes because I wasn't explaining why I was feeling uncomfortable. And they weren't explaining why they were feeling uncomfortable. But then we were all feeling uncomfortable.
0: For no reason. For no reason. Yeah. Communication, again, yeah. That plays such a big a big role in anything. Not just friendships, but like relationships, families, yes. with your pet. Like uh,
1: uh, yeah, anything. absolutely i'm a i'm a big fan of i don't like having relationships without them being my friend first so it was something like even like the foundations of my my relationship romantic relationship is friendship so if my friendships are wobbly then it can't work yeah then my Mm -hmm. relationships are wobbly and i don't want that okay what
0: are some of what are a few tips that you would have for someone who is looking to maintain long friendships long-term friendships The main Mm. values that you should have or any advice?
1: Honestly, whatever you see, something that reminds you of them, send it to them. Because it shows that you're thinking about them. And then when I do it with my friends, they do it to me back. And even ones that I don't see, I don't see them as my super close friends. They would still like send me little anime stuff or little Pikachu stuff. It's like, hey, I thought of you. I thought you would really like it. And honestly that warms up my soul because like oh wow you saw something and you thought of me and tagged me or sent it to me yeah. it means a lot so I try to do that with some with my friends that if I see something that immediately like I send it to them and then if they have that same response oh my god yes I had this yeah so
0: and you then, could engage in like a conversation with that too
1: yes also uh maybe to like break the the ice, mm-hmm. it, could, it could be, but also just to show like, hey, I saw this, thought of you, hope everything is well, hope you're alive, and um, washing your hands and everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so th- you think um, being able to tag people and stuff is a good, well, not tag, but like,
1: remember and... Uh, just send them stuff that, not say like physical stuff, but if you, let's say, pass by a store and you saw something reminded of them, take a picture and send it to them. Okay, so like little
0: knickknacks things yeah. that would make them think that you're thinking of them. Yes. Okay, makes sense. For me, I think it would also be to be empathetic. Mm. Um, being an empathetic person makes you a better friend automatically because sympathy is more...
1: It's a bad situation, yes. I feel you. Yeah.
0: Whereas empathetic is more like, okay, how can I help because I've been through something similar or even if I have not been through something similar, this is what I would do.
1: Yeah, or like, let's find resources together so that we can both figure it out what what will be best for you.
0: Exactly. Especially in like tragic situations too. Like, you can't expect people to smell when something's wrong, you know. You have to be able to open up and communicate Mm. and say, hey, this is what I'm feeling, you know. And then as a real friend, yeah, I would be able to... Meet you halfway. Yeah. And then... Make no, it
1: like, I, like I've said, like, life's already difficult and it's difficult for everybody. So it's always like, okay, what's happening? What's popping? It, is there anything I can help? Yeah.
0: Accepting people for who they are too because oh, for yeah. us, for example, we're two different people. Like, we, we may not sh- share the same interests, you know, we have different lifestyles, different upbringings, but it's also being two separate parties who are able to come together and make the most of it. Oh, yeah,
1: know, especially definitely. Especially because we've
0: been friends for so long We first shared the same experiences in high school, but then we grew apart and we figured out what we both like doing individually but then we're we still maintain our friendship
1: yeah no definitely yeah
0: we still understand how the other person thinks or
1: and that and being interested in what they're interested too like yeah we're studying different things we're having different career fields Mm -hmm. but it's still like oh so how's everything what are you learning what what's new in in your like life chapter because it's exciting for you and i i want to share that excitement yeah so it's like okay tell me like What's happening in your life? What what courses are you taking? Like you went to England, like how was that? Like, yeah. I was so happy for you when you were gone and my mom and I were like, yeah, she's <laughs> gonna she work there. And my mom's like, eh, hey, let her stay in Europe. Don't come to St. Martin. yet. like yeah. let her grow a little bit. And it was ha- having that excitement for you. Even though I wasn't seeing you, I knew that this was like a big part of your journey and it being excited for for them.
0: Yeah, encouraging people, encouraging your friends to be their best selves. Like, you're a friend yeah. that lives in the States. It's about encouraging him to find his own path, even if it's not here with me. You know, still go on in the world and do your thing. But mm-hmm. I'll always be here for you, no matter what.
1: Yeah, I, I always thought, of like, if anything, I can kidnap you back to the Netherlands. Like, <laughs> it's fine. That's the easy part. It
0: works. It works. All right, Hilda, thank you so much for being a part of my podcast. This was really enlightening.
1: Same. I'm honored. I had so much fun. Yeah. And I'm so happy for you and all your your projects, dude. Oh, Honestly, you. You, you've grown so much. You've you've developed so much. You're, you're so beautiful.
0: I, I, <laughs> thank you. I know we were just having a conversation before this podcast, mm-hmm. too. And we were opening up more because we were able to, like, talk behind the microphone yeah, instead be, of on the microphone. Behind
1: the scenes tea. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the ones you won't know about. But, um, yeah, it's, it's fun to open up and, you know, even though we share differences and similarities, we're able to meet halfway. Yeah, no. That's what friendship essentially is. And
1: it's that, like, I even that year when we didn't talk, I was like, reach every once in a while. But, like, dude, we were really, like, the second year was horrible for me in a sense, like, time management, uni, everything. And so, like, balancing friendship was even hard. But to know, like, even then, I would message you and we would talk, like, as if nothing and... Yeah talk for like hours at one time it, it was it's nice it's yeah. nice it's comforting knowing that
0: yeah it's also having friends that are like there but also not there at the same time yeah so keeping that connection but yes this was really enlightening again thank you so much for being a part of my podcast if you guys want to follow hilda please uh find her on instagram at
1: hiruda and i'm on twitch now if i'm gonna put in my plug yes at uh Hiru-chan. I play Animal Crossing. All right.
0: Tell me <laughs> a little bit about yourself. Like, what you like to do your interests and stuff? Uh,
1: well, my interests mainly are, besides my course, I'm really passionate about political justice and feminism and everything that's happening in the world. I do find politics play a big part in how our life is structured and inequalities and history Everything is integrated. So I really love that. But my new passion is incorporating anime and video games into more like female uh, audiences okay. or more neutral audiences because it's very male dominant. And I want to talk to other people and show like, hey, it's male dominance because of a reason and we can change it if we the people decide to. So I get too inversed and too involved into video games and anime. But it's something that I really love. And yeah.
0: It's your passion. And she has purple hair, guys. And I have purple hair. Well, I'm purple an anime theme. character. <laughs> I love it. It's cute. Thank you again for being here. And um, follow her at Hiruda on Instagram. And then at hiruda yes. on Twitch. Alright, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And talk to you guys again in the next episode. Have a blessed day. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>